Hey, this is John Reap from the Country-ish Podcast on the All Things Comedy Network. No sports? No problem. My bookie offers the latest and most popular sport game titles and state-of-the-art software. No need to leave the comfort of your home. It's all at your fingertips. Featuring a truly flawless live casino, complete with professional dealers, as well as a large selection of classic and progressive slots games, plus the greatest selection of video poker variants. They really do offer something for everyone. Take advantage of their daily promotions for the casino, which includes bonuses, cash backs, raffles, free chips, and free spins for you to increase your chances of winning every single day. Also, you can put your skills to the test in their latest free blackjack and slots tournaments, which includes a free 10K prize pool blackjack tournament. Stuck at home? Don't even sweat it. They got you covered. Join now and start winning big today. Sick and tired of getting the runaround when you ask for a payout? My bookie pays fast when you win. With decades of experience, great customer service, and hassle-free transactions, why would you bet anywhere else? Visit mybookie.ag and use the promo code ATCCASINO for a 150% bonus on your first deposit. Bet with the biggest, win with the best, only at my bookie. It's maybe the night that my dreams might let me know. All the stars are closer, all the stars are closer. Tell me what you gonna do to me. Confrontation ain't nothing new to me. You could bring a bullet, bring a sword, bring a morgue, but you can't bring the truth to me. Alexa, play Kendrick Lamar and Scissor. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. What's up, Food Podcast? What's up, Food Podcast? Live from the What's Up, Food Headquarters in <laughs> Glendale, California. Hell yeah, dog. We got Rodrigo Torres. Today we have a special show. It's called Just the Three of Us. <laughs> the manager's here. The please. manager here, Lisa Esparza. Soy aquí. She's right there. <laughs> chilling right here. Estoy aquí. Right here, fact, fact checking. <laughs> you need a fact checker now, huh? These days. We just finished watching the... The um debate when we were watching it and, and we were on Instagram and watching it and tweeting, I feel like if you're watching it, some people are watching it and you could tweet at the same time that people are saying stuff. Yeah, and they're catching on because a lot of people are watching and tweeting at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I tweeted that um because it, it, it was it was like a fight, man. You could have bought you could have sold ticket, tickets for that. People would have paid to see this. It's kind of funny, dude, that you say that because I think that's how they should be. They're probably gonna be like that in the future. It always should be like that. I think for the first time more people are involved, I think Eric Andre was having a showing party in Miami. Oh, yeah? At a bar somewhere in Miami. <laughs> wow. Because that's what they always, all the little radio shows have little fucking shows and shit. You know, whatever side they lean on. I remember when I won last time I was standing, I ran into people who said they had like a, like a Super Bowl party the day I won. Yeah, dude. They were doing carne asada to see who won. Ah, <laughs> oh, this fool, dog. Well, when you and I went to that bar, 
that was they, oh, were, yeah. they were having a viewing party in yeah, East LA. Rudy's Rudy Moreno's room. They had a, a viewing party. People but it wasn't even up. Rudy's room at that that night. It was just the bar. The it bar was just all it. your high school friends and stuff. It was fun. They were parked out there, and we we went into the bar. You were like the mayor. The mayor again. <laughs> Yeah, cause right before that, we were at Barragans, and they were talking because the live feed came in from New York, and people already kind of knew that you won. Yeah. So they were talking about it. I think Joe Diaz broke the news. Oh, yeah, because um, the East Coast feed is always going to give away the news. Yeah, three hours early or beforehand. That's something you could have never done before when we were little kids. Like, they'll tell you, like, the ending of Dukes of Hazard before it happens. Oh, dude, nobody's going to get on the red line and call you to California from the East Coast. I had nobody. I put up a butcher if I had a cousin that was my age, but it would have called me off Felipe and make sure what happens. You know what happened? Pearl oh, said, "Yeah, please tell me what happened, man." Pearl in Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, man. What do you think about the debate, Pooh? It was good, man. What do you think I, won? I think um, Hillary won, of course. Yeah, I'm with that. She won by decision, though. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't really knock him out. But um, he was nervous, man. He he better come prepared next time. I think her strategy was mostly to just keep quiet and smile like the bigger man. Like yeah. yes, that, that was her strategy today. Yeah, definitely to be she the calm like, one. She came in like Bruce Lee right now. Yeah, like you know, just wait. She was water, bro. She was letting him make a fool Evaporate. of himself. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think she was just barely like you know, just prosecutorial and yeah. stuff, just yeah. like right there, just like you know, letting it unfold. Yeah, I'll answer the questions when I need to, but I'm just gonna smile and be like, look at this crazy fool next to me. And I'm not a Hillary supporter. I'm just saying that was her strategy. She did a good job, I have to say. But I, I'm, I'm still not voting. I was surprised that the Donald was saying that, you know, all the bad stuff that she was doing to me and all those bad ads. It's like, why are you crying, dog? <laughs> that, that was what I saw that was kind of funny. A lot of people were making drinking games out of this debate, too. <laughs> like there was a list, like, how many times um, take a drink every time um, Donald Trump says China. <laughs> or build a wall. Build a wall. ISIS. Or Mexico. just watch or something. Just, just watch, watch me. Yeah. Just watch me. Yeah. Make America great. I blame great. the media. The mainstream media. They're coming to get me. <laughs> and then Hillary was um, lies. Oh, yeah. And then some other stuff. My son was just losing his mind here over yeah. Trump. He couldn't take it, how stupid he was. Like, he just I couldn't can't take, take it. it. He was just like, He was like, how come that? he keeps interrupting? <laughs> yeah, but he was he's more civil, and I think what's happening with that is it's messing with his psyche that he doesn't get to get his way all the time. Yeah, one of my tweets was that Hillary actually made him look likable. Yeah, because you're sitting he was there fumbling. still. He looked like I was, I was, he was about to say, please clap. <laughs> you want to stop it? I, th- I thought he might might snap and just like, you know, start hitting or some shit. Because <laughs> he's that type of dude, I think. I mean, I mean, I assume. I don't know. Ben Scully has left the building. And gone forever. Oh, oh, not. oh yeah. Lisa was listening to people talk about their greatest moment on about, with Ben Scully. And they were non baseball related oh my god this one guy was it was uh some K-1-1? radio some radio k-earth maybe some radio for thir- for uh throwback thursday they were having people call in with their vince scully memories like if you ever met him or talked to him or whatever this the stories were so dumb they ended in nothing and like i had no point to him one guy was like yeah i sat behind him at the opera one time and then the whole time i was like Telling my wife, I should say something to him. I should say something to him. She said, so say something to him. And I never said anything to oh him. Oh, my God. It was like, that's your story? They oh were man. all like that. They were dumb encounters. Nothing about, you know, Kirk Gibson knocking out. I, no. the park. <laughs> I was behind Ben Scully while he was ordering tacos. <laughs> For real? 
Give me Seriously? El Pastor. <laughs> el Pastor made from Monterey, Mexico. Does with he? With spices. Tacos? No, I didn't. I don't. Yeah, I don't think he does. We're listening to Donald, to um, Vince Scully's talk, and then somebody <laughs> said that um, they once told him to um, name to read a shopping list. list oh, I he heard that. Yeah. They played that audio that day. And he, he, he did? Yeah, yeah it was like awesome. a dozen eggs, cheddar cheese. Mozzarella milk. cheese, milk, milk, half gallon of milk. Yeah, it was like orange juice. I'm not doing. I do the worst impression. Vitamin C. Yeah, don't forget like... the Tor Twillies. <laughs> and and down the stretch with bananas <laughs> and coffee cake. <laughs> That's cool though. Dude. You always have the same the, the good lines though, right? Yeah, but That's he... one thing that makes the, uh, an, uh, a baseball sports announcer. When well, you, it's when the you color. The, he added the color the, commentary. Yeah. I said yeah. color commentary. Something that's lacking now in television. Yeah, but he was well rehearsed though about yeah. the history of every player and where the did team comes from. Yeah, because and it's yeah. funny because I always thought he did it from the dome. And when they were showing him that one day, no, we were watching the game. Notes. Oh no, no, he was reading it from his laptop and yeah. I was like, oh okay, cool. Because you know sometimes like, dude, this fool's bad. He doesn't even need a computer. Not like nowadays, man, you go for an interview, man. They're reading up your bio or your web page as soon as they're talking. While to you're you. there, yeah, yeah, they're going to Instagram. Yeah, dude, it's like you should do it the night before, dude. But he He's knew. Smoother. Oh, yeah, dude. But he loved the game, too, though. That's the thing, an added element, dude. You know what I mean? He told you, you know, it was, I'm glad I wasn't there, man. I probably would have choked up when he told everybody. I have to be honest. I know that you always needed me. But let me tell you, from the bottom of my heart, I needed more you guys than you needed me. Yeah, so but I needed that, you guys more than That's I needed what made him a guys. great announcer, though. Yeah, man. Cause I seen it that when you took off from the hotel room in Boston, we they replayed that part. <laughs> I was already asleep, but I watched it because I just couldn't go to sleep because I didn't want to miss my flight. I was all scared. And uh, right when he walked on stage with his wife, he's chilling there, and the the crowd gave him a standing ovation. It's just me, you know what I mean? Like he's still really humble, and that's what's cool, dog. He's like a cool ass grandpa, dude. Let's give you that cool little toy, dog. Kind of hard to replace him, huh? Oh, dude. He's a young 21-year-old. That's going to be some shoes. That's going to be a hard act to follow, though. Look, they still have Rick Mundy. Rick Mundy is cool, though, dog. He's cool, man. He's like the fool that goes over there already kind of buzzed a little bit, dog. Yeah. He he smokes weed, probably, you know, snatching flags and shit. I can remember all the old Dodger announcement with the kid. It was um, Don Sutton at one time. He's dead, Um, right? And the other pitcher, he was the announcer at one time, too. Drysdale? Drysdale. Yeah, I remember him. And Jerry Doggett. Yeah, I don't remember him, though. He died, too. And um, Rick Monday. He's the only one left out of that pack? There was another one, too, but I don't think, no, he was uh, he was not an announcer. He was a coach. Say? Al Campanera. Really? He's the one that said something real racial at one time, and they fired him. <laughs> what do he say, dog? Don't use your stuff about black people <laughs> being more athletic because of this. You know, same thing as that guy who did Jim, the cowboy hat. Jimmy the Jimmy Greek. Jimmy the Greek, Jimmy the Greek re- re- um, reference. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, the, sometimes you get, you get a, on a hand like Howard Cosell. Howard Cosell, when I watched the movie, man, he said that the the one of the football players we mentioned him before, he was running like a monkey yeah, in the jungle. A monkey. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about that on about the enchilada casserole podcast. Yeah. So we have Lisa Esparza right here. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? What's going on, man? There was some drama going down. <laughs> this fool, dog. What's kidding. going on? Why, what's been going on? You mean like why we're recording at home yeah. instead of in the studio today? Well, um, I don't know. It, I don't know why you pulled me in for. Am I the fact checker on this? Or no, the, I don't. No, I just. Why? Uh, what happened? No, we're cool. No, we just uh, we had some drama this week because Felipe made a comment on an Instagram photo. All things comedy has been promoting the LA Podfest, 
Right. Oh, so that's a drama that shit you busted out the other day? Yeah, so he What's he went on the LA podcast. LA Podfest is a festival of podcasts held in LA. I think it's been going on for a few years. Three, three years. Three or four. And this guy named Dave Anthony runs it, and he's also on the Dollop podcast and a Tofop or something. He's on some, uh, maybe that's not his. He's on some other podcasts here and okay. there. And he runs this festival in LA that highlights podcasts and supposedly lots of LA based podcasts. LA I don't podcasts. really know. It's very fair and impartial. <laughs> supposedly. But um, so anyway, Felipe comments to this guy. I said they, he should, said call they the, should call it the, what did he say? They should call it the the white LA podcast festival. Yeah, it wasn't like a very clever thing. It was just basic, like the yeah, white yeah. LA pod fest or Acknowledging whatever. what it is, though, right? Yeah. And because, that, that, no curveball or nothing. Because out of, I think it's three days. It was three days of podcasts, live podcasts held in LA at different venues. And I think there were probably 12, maybe more um, podcasts highlighted and we only counted one. Now, we may be off if somebody wants to fact check that. <laughs> I don't know all those podcasts, but I, we looked them all up. There's one that was non-white, had non-white hosts in okay. you know, perspective, I should say. And that, it, that was the conspiracy theory of everything with Yasser Lester, L- Yasser Lester and his brother, Isaiah, I think is his name. <clears throat> and... Uh, so they're black guys, and their podcast has a different perspective than all these other podcasts. But it was only one. So he was right. Felipe was right in what he said. Dave Anthony, who runs it, <coughs> he also writes for Marin, and I think he's on the Marin podcast sometimes. But Oh, damn. But he's... Messing um, with the big sharks. Not really. I mean, well, I don't, <laughs> I don't know how around. big a comic he is. But, but he goes... Um, he said, go fuck yourself, funny Felipe, or Felipe as far as a comedian, whatever, his tag. Go uh, fuck go yourself. Fuck Fighting words, bro. <laughs> and Felipe said something like, give me your mom's number. Give me your mom's number, bro. <laughs> you know bro. what I mean, man? I go for the moms. <laughs> and then, um, nice girl. then, like, later that day, he Two goes, days later. oh, he goes, oh, um, oh the next no, later that day, he, later that day, that guy responded to Felipe and said, oh, clever, a mom joke. But Felipe it was really like, a mom's joke. Felipe I, was like, it's not a joke. Like, I, he didn't say I anything. I really want your mom's address. <laughs> he was pissed. He wanted him to know he was pissed. Like, like where Felipe comes you know, from, you don't, you don't get away with from, that. When I'm comfortable, <laughs> someone tell you, fuck off. You, go, you, fuck you, you, you go fuck like yourself. You go fuck yourself. You go for the mom, bro. Give me your mom's number, bro. Go fuck your mom then instead. You know? <laughs> yeah, you just start bagging on. You start bagging, or you go for the fighting words. Yeah. So he, um, so Dave was like, "Oh, clever, a mom joke or whatever." So a couple of days later, Felipe got mad and he was he commented, um, "The real joke here." Now they hadn't. Ta- All things comedy hadn't taken this down yet. Oh by the wow! Way. This is on their picture. This is happening on their picture. But now it's gone. Now it's gone because they deleted it right after Felipe. They deleted the whole thread under that picture right after Felipe said this, which was not insulting. It was pure facts. Those facts. It's <laughs> not like you're making a wild the, assessment. The real joke. The real joke here is how few non-white podcasts you have this year and how every year every year in in your festival and um how uh you call yourself the la film festival when it's not representative of la at all uh-huh makes that's, sense that's pretty much all he said and then he tagged everybody he tagged al, al madrigal he Beto. tagged 
Beto Duran. Beto Duran, shout out. Joey Diaz. He tagged. Joey Coco. He tagged Yasser and Isaiah. He tagged a bunch of people. Fred Recker. Fred Recker, yeah. He tagged a lot of people. And then it was deleted immediately. Deleted corporate. Like 10 minutes later, it was gone. The whole thread. Even the other insults that had stayed there for two days. So Felipe said, you deleted the my comments? That's weak. And he said that to All Things Comedy. And then weak. All Things Comedy, the social like, media like guy. Rodrigo didn't get the poster. <laughs> the social media Shout guy. Shout out to the warehouse over there on Sunset. 15 Bad years ago. Fool. <laughs> what poster? Because I said the word weak because this fool didn't want to give me the cake poster, which is oh. going to throw away anyway. So right. I said weak, and they kicked yeah, it out. Yeah, it was like <coughs> the, the album went out. The album been out for about a m- two months. Uh-huh. Yeah, Comfort Eagle. cake poster, Comfort Eagle. Uh-huh. Rodrigo said, man, um, they were about to, they're already changing the poster. Yeah, anyways. they're going to throw it away. He goes, can I have that poster, man? He goes, no, man. All fat ass, like, nah. Like, yeah. You know what it is? Like when you're, it's like you have 10 of them, but you're not going to give none yeah. away. He's like the first hipster in L.A., too. Was fat he ass. keeping them for himself? Probably. You're probably uh, just going to trash him just because no, I asked him he didn't want to give them. He's a fat ass fool that probably worked for BuzzFeed now. <laughs> 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 so this fool says weak. So he says that's weak. You know, he <laughs> deleted the comments. So then he gets an email, direct message from the All Things Comedy media guy. And we knew it was not Al or Bill who had done oh, this. Oh, no, this man. Was the social media guy. And um, he said, hey, Felipe, I hope you understand. You know, we can't have two guys from the same network because their dollop is on All Things Comedy oh, really? Network. I should clarify that. Damn. I didn't know. We're both on the same network. <laughs> <laughs> I would have known they would have invited people to put on the festival. <laughs> Felipe um, so anyway um, the media guy says we can't have two guys from the same network you know going at it on our page <clears throat> which makes sense to an extent right but if you're running a network full of comics who are outspoken you're going to have this happen from time to time oh, yeah I think and it's a whole part of the discourse. <laughs> yeah, it's it's necessary to have this discussion. So Felipe's va- point is valid, and Al contacted him and said, yeah, you're right, podcasting is the widest thing in the world already. <clears throat> and we felt the same, um, but uh, and I think, I don't want to announce all things comedy's news, but he said they're thinking of a festival of their own soon. Oh, okay. <clears throat> but anyway... Um, he didn't want to upset Felipe because Felipe was saying, I don't know if I want to have the podcast on the network anymore if it's going to push something like this that's so exclusionary. Like, you can't have an L.A. pod festival without really including all of L.A. who's podcasting, you yeah, know, yeah. at every level. You know, maybe not Joe it's Rogan level, but maybe... Yeah, but they get from Australia. <coughs> they had Australians yeah. on the... Podcast. Nothing against Australia, by the way. <laughs> Australia Warrior. Yeah, nothing. Give it up for the koalas. <laughs> yeah, nothing against Australia, o- but it didn't feel like <laughs> it was representative of LA. Shrimp and it on a is, Barbie. It was all white, not even an Asian, not a. And not then a you look at the top an Armenian two, one. When you look at <laughs> no. the top 200 podcasts, the number one sometimes is, a, is a two females. Is two dope yeah. queens or uh, so many white guys. So, uh, so many white boys podcast. So many white boys. With Phoebe Robinson. And, you know, the top and guys podcasts, we asked too. Yeah, well, that's women. I I don't know if they're ethnic, but okay. but they're women. But um, I don't even know how many female podcasts were in this festival this year. But 
it just seemed you know it was just every Exclusive. picture that they put up was white guys like four to eight white guys oh yeah the ratio picture. and stuff empty yeah. rooms every room but <coughs> they had some success but like you know it's just it was frustrating to see that and felipe first of all he was in boston working anyway it's oh, not like boston, it's not know. like he was wanting Wilbur to be Theater. in the podcast right. festival but he just thought hey this doesn't look like la to me yeah you could have been spread korea <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's not it's not because it's, it's art and then it's all right what is it ba- it's all cultural right so yeah. they kicked that whole aspect out of but it but i think he said fuck off because you know he, he, most liberals get mad when you call him out he was mad because he, he's a liberal guy and i think he, he got, felt like liberals get mad you know when you call him out but i feel like liberals <laughs> they're like and I, I could be wrong, well, but this is not like, every liberal. This is not every liberal, but I'm just saying that like some liberals are like generally speaking, um, we're against racism, but we're not going to tell those trolls to shut up until you question their their yeah. their, their anti-racism, and that, that's when you, you, they felt like they're attacked. But all you do is just kind of you're really just begging a question, <laughs> like what's up with that, dude? You know that's it. Yeah. And then homeboy took it the wrong way. You know what I mean? How dare you talk about my festival that me created? You know what I mean? And that being put in L.A. into it. Just put, you know, the West Coast fucking podcast festival. Put but whatever anyway. else. Yeah. I mean, it just didn't seem right. But anyway, so Felipe said he was going to talk about this on the podcast. But, um, you know, the guy did, I have to say, in all fairness, the guy did reach out to Felipe and apologize. Dave apologized uh, and said that you're, he apologized for saying, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and <You're> professional. He, <laughs> he also said um, that... Uh, you know, he should have reached out to him personally, and he said that he, they had been working for about a year, the last year, um, getting, yep. getting, uh, trying to get a diverse podcast festival, but that he had been turned down by so many ethnic podcasts, non-white podcasts, but I just don't, I don't know how true that is. It seemed odd. How much you pay? <laughs> yeah, he never uh, contacted the producers of Yeah, Man. <laughs> or Freddie Korea, <laughs> or it says she yeah, says. Yeah, right? I don't know anybody. We, we know a lot of ethnic podcasters, especially in LA, in the LA area, and they're not. There's a guy right now listening. Going, I'm gonna start a podcast too. <laughs> <laughs> Please go ahead, man. <laughs> You'll be in a Felipe's world. Anyway, it so it just was something he called them out on. They didn't like being called out on it, but he also apologized and said he had been. Uh, they had been working on it. On getting a diverse podcast for you know a while and didn't have any luck with that. I guess Ian Edwards said no guys. <laughs> Dean Edwards said no. Yeah, Dean Edwards. There's a lot. There's a lot of guys yeah, and man. and women out there. Yeah, um, man said no. <laughs> yeah, man said no. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that's what's going on. But um, Felipe didn't feel like going to the studio this week. Didn't feel like going, man. <laughs> We're in protest, eh? <laughs> Uh, Not really protest. He just hashtag like all going. podcasts matter. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for a debate, dog. <laughs> well, the point is, Felipe was right, and I don't know how hard these. I people can't work. sit here. I, I just cannot sit here, bro, and have us have uh, something be called LA because, like, it's my city. You know. You know. Well, as Felipe said, I walk out the door. I see men, and I, I see an Armenian see, couple here and a Mexican old couple next to me. A Filipinos across the street. And I see oh, a yeah. Filipino yelling at his wife. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, we live, you know, we live in a very diverse place. It's it's hard to throw a rock and not hit somebody who's non-white. Oh yeah, you and know? um, I think um, you know. Probably because, you know, even if they weren't even, they're saying they were thinking about it. Now, you know, you put, you know, put them on blast going, you know, now um, <laughs> at least what's up with that? They're going, they feel attacked going, how dare you, you know, say all that stuff to me. But it's like, dude, 
I'm not even saying they have to, I'm not, it's not even that they have to uh, start adding, you know, people just of color just to do it. Like, that's not good either. No, not um, good either. Choose it for quality, but, uh, yeah, and, and maybe fan base, fan get some base. requests for podcasts. Start with everybody in the All Things Comedy <laughs> All Things Network. Comedy Network. Like, there's, All Things Comedy Network, in their, in their, um, in all fairness to them as well, they are very diverse and they try to be diverse. We've got, you know, a lot of different podcasts on the network that are non-white, that have lots of different perspectives. Some are non-comedy. <laughs> <laughs> and, and uh, you know, they're a great network. It's just tough to see this push for something and try to get behind something when it seems like it's not trying hard enough to be fully inclusion fully inclusive i guess it's, well, it's a classic say. liberal story you know very real, liberal but i only have one black friend and he's at work <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. so i hang out with him on the weekend we're at the festival so that's why we're chilling here at home oh right on man yeah man i wasn't invited to the um <laughs> to sweater, the festival. sweater festival <laughs> <laughs> God damn dude sweater oh okay that's how i felt too man when i when i was um when we're we had just finished doing um I'm not like that no more. The movie, mm -hmm. which I did with um, Evan Sawan and Paul Rodriguez, and they were having a LA International Film Festival, mm -hmm. and we we're trying to get our movie in the LA International Film Festival, and they turned us down. And I remember I was fighting because what happened? We're not international enough. I mean, we got a guy from the Philippines here, we got a Mexican guy, we got a Puerto Rican guy. You can't get international in that. And what they say? No. <laughs> you talking any shit back? I did, like just like I did with this a podcast festival, and I got the same response, pretty much a fuck off, but they didn't really say it. We have um, our movies already, bro. All the movies they had were like, and not, not that against the movie that they had, but they're like a guy who scrounged to make a movie in Colombia, a Nazi <laughs> movie without nar that wasn't about narcotics or nothing like that. It was a love story. Like Waterford Chocolate. Yes. <laughs> we did get into the, the downtown alley festival. It's funny because it seems to me that all those things, anything that's like, LA yeah, anything downtown. that's a festival or anything that it's based, it's, uh, let's get everything from the outside except for what's truly from there. Yeah. Kind of like the, Mon the Montreal Comedy Festival. There you go, dog. They can't have any, any other non-white comedians unless they call it the ethnic show. <laughs> for reals. That's how it goes, right? You cannot have a, a show over there with just everybody without calling it a theme. They love themes. <laughs> Except for the real theme. Yeah. Yeah, man. I'm gonna do um I'm gonna do um I'm gonna do a black show. It's gonna be called Slap Your Mama Wednesday. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why is that? Okay, well maybe not. But yeah, man. Put your foot in it. <laughs> Put your foot in your mouth. Yeah, man, that fucking, that sucks. But, I mean, hey, fuck it, dude. Fucking, you know. Move on. Yeah. But you said something. That's cool, though. I mean, fuck it. Dude, a lot of people don't say anything. I had to say something. And that's the problem, Doc, sometimes. I couldn't let it go, Doc. <laughs> uh, can I get a spot, Doc? <laughs> so, man, we stood on a boat. Yeah, man, in Providence, Rhode Island. It was cool. East Providence, Rhode Island. Shout out to the Comedy Connection. Showed up to the wrong boat at first. Oh, my God. But you know what's a trip, though? Every boat probably has that little key under the mat, huh? Now I know where to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, man, dude, that was cool. It's a trippy little community, man. And there was a couple of those people that lived there a lot, and then you know the rest of them are Airbnb. Oh, let me see what I'm gonna be at October first, this Saturday. I'm Fresno. I'm gonna be in Fresno at Saline Saline Arena. Arena with Mike Epps and Gary Owens. Get your tickets now. Also, Ticketmaster. Ontario Improv next week, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Saturday is almost Saturday. One show is already sold out, and the other Saturday one's, second show is sold out, yeah. and the other one's going fast. They're going fast, man. We might add another show. We don't know what day. Yeah, we don't know yet. But so, they're so all hurry all, up, all the numbers are don't, sales are high. If it's your wife's birthday, your girlfriend's birthday, and you're bringing anniversary her, anniversary, and you're bringing her to the comedy show to buy tickets that day, there ain't gonna be none. Don't be the heel that waits till the last day for his wife's anniversary. Yeah, Get don't all. be the heel and say. <laughs> Getting all heel. dressed up just to not go inside. Because <laughs> I'll oh hang out a day from Buster's, eh? <laughs> Nobody really asked him in the front of the line, huh? What was that? I'm sorry. I Nobody say. really asked. Can you get me in the front of the line? Oh, dude. Oh, you'd be surprised. Oh, you up? Oh, not like me, but dude, you know, in Brea, dude, you see all those people? Yeah, they always want to get they out of that line. Champ, dude, and I didn't, well, the third show, you noticed that the line went all the way around the to building. The yeah, dude. So, I mean, it was crazy, dude. It was really crazy, dude. People were swarming like ants, dog. And they weren't all fighting and shit, but they were kind of getting a little pushy. But, I mean, uh, I could imagine waiting in a big-ass line. How'd you feel sleeping in a boat? Did it feel any different? Fuck no, I just I go to sleep in a corner, dog. You know me, dog. It was cool. I didn't feel it shake or nothing or move. To me, it was normal. You know what I mean, just crashing out on the couch, dude. You know me, dog. It was good, man. It was cool. I I drove people. <laughs> it was cool, man. It was real cool. I like the coffee shop. That was cool. The little knickknacks. Oh man, we went over there to drive. We 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 had a rental car, and we were gonna drive to um. We were gonna drive to a coffee sh- to Starbucks. And then we pulled to the side and we saw a coffee shop and we went to a thrift store. Yeah, dude. Oh man, there was a lot of um collections of stuff. There was a remember that black, that black face whiskey bottle. Yeah, that little picking anyone. I looked it up, man. It was worth um twenty bucks. Oh, okay, this is the ones that are like cast iron and stuff, uh, and those are the ones that, are, that don't really get replicated. Those are worth like a grip of money. But like that one, that little tin can, like I told you, that was fake. Yeah. Somebody probably just made a photocopy of that and put it on there. Gotta pass it off. Yeah, which was kind of weird, but I mean, whatever. But you, you, you can find a lot of cool little things like that. You know, cool to have now. I mean, at the time, and what's behind it kind of sucks. But you know, you know how that shit goes. What albums you get? I got a Richard Pryor one, uh, which I already have. Is um, Wanted. It's a double album, but this one was actually super mint condition. And then I got a um, George Collin uh, record which was uh, Toledo, Ohio, and then a uh, Lenny Bruce, Bruce record that I didn't have, which came with the fucking poster, so that was sweet and cool. And, uh, yeah, man, that was it. I was, I've been collecting vinyl since I was uh, 15, dude, and that'll be like, not that I'm shitting on people that have barely started collecting them now, but, yeah, man, it's cool. You have a record player? That's the only thing I don't have now because when I was going through hard times in 2003, I had to sell that, and I sold, like, a bunch of my records, but not all the good, good ones. So I had to get rid of that, and I sold my bass, you know what I mean? Had to pay rent, Sold my bass. Yeah, man, it was horrible. 2003, huh? Hard times. Hard times, though. <laughs> Silent shoes. <laughs> yeah, dog. I had a little ghetto yard sale, too. It was fucking horrible, dog. I know. I'm, I'm thinking of having a fat man yard sale, bro. Do we I say st- this every year, and we just I, never I, I think it. we should just do it with, through the podcast or whatever. I don't know if you guys want to do it here, but I have a lot of old clothes. Maybe that I need when to get we rid move. Of. Me, too, man. I have a lot of waist 42s, waist 40 30s. 
extra double X shirt. Nice shirt, bro. Yeah. Vint- Hell well, they're yeah. vintage now. But I don't want to throw them away, and I don't think it'll be they won't be do justice for you giving them to Salvation Army. I think they're worth a little bit more than you know what I mean. Like, dude, the place you went, dude, to get your stuff this weekend. You know what I mean? Good shit like that. I'll just sell every piece <laughs> I have for five bucks. Yeah, Pants and shirts. Somebody, no shirts, two dollars. Somebody said they're gonna make this photo their desktop photo from now on. What is that? <laughs> you on the Eric Andre show? You on the Eric Andre the show robot? this past weekend with the Hannibal robot, and oh. you have your shirt off, and you look like you're looking at him dreamy, dreamily. Oh yeah, with dreamy eyes. Pablo Escobar. Eh? <laughs> hey, um, robot is one thing weird. I wanted to say about the LA Podfest. Uh, shout out to uh, Julian Torres, is his name, right? They went over there with your T-shirt on. That was all representing him unofficially. That was cool. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that's where he was. Yeah, I saw that's that what tweet, was super but I cool. I didn't know that's where yeah, he Ma, was. I, I, I told him, "Fuck yeah!" I didn't say hell yeah. But I thought it was super cool. You have five answers for everybody. Fuck yeah, 100, <laughs> fist, or word Hell is born. Yeah. Word is born. And that's what's up. <laughs> Keep shining, too. Keep shining. I forgot yeah. about that. We, we, need to have a, uh, we need to have a soundboard. If you guys would pay 99 cents for a soundboard, let okay. me know. We should make one. <laughs> we'll build one. Make a soundboard. Or maybe a fan would do it for us for free, and we'll put it on our website. <laughs> we'll give you credit. You we'll give you credit. You know what was if funny? If you could set up a, f- a soundboard for us for all the What's Up Fool podcast. What's Up Fool podcast listeners are funny as hell, dog. I have a picture of me and my uncle. Hey, man, proud of my uncle went for Congress or whatever. And some dude's like, yeah, man, tell him to keep shining. <laughs> <laughs> we got to have like nine versions funny. of Rodrigo laughs, uh, you know, like from over the years. It's funny. My dad used to say I laugh like a retard. <laughs> Your dad? Yeah, dude. como un pendejo, dog. He wouldn't let me laugh. He would hit me with a key or stab me with a key, dude. That's crazy like, when he hit you with the keys, dog. Fuck. When he hit you with the keys, he throw them at you or he no, stab he you with them? No, he me with them. Like, shut up. Dude, all right, dog. I really threw keys Whatever. at me in the back of my head, bro. <laughs> Damn, fool. A big old knot of them. Oh, that shit doesn't work, huh? Dude, I mean, it shit. makes you, like, do more sneakier stuff. Well, I mean, yeah, it makes you get more creative is what it does, dude. I mean, don't get caught slipping now. You left like an idiot, bro. Exactly, dog. That's what he used to say. Crazy, huh, fool? What are you <laughs> laughing at, though? This dude, I would laugh, at dude. his teeth? No, I just uh, I fucking see shit and I just laugh. Shit to me is hilarious, fool. I've always been laughing yeah, Rod- out of it. Rodrigo laughs at, yeah. Dude, Rodrigo like, shit's saying. funny. But like Vinny says, dude, that's how you are. You always laugh at stupid ass shit. Cody right. Lion, bro. <laughs> <laughs> fool, if anyone would have seen that fucking lady at the airport, what I seen, as soon as you said what you see, seen, and I looked over at her, it looked like a miniature version of that dude in uh, The Wizard of Oz. She was tired, man. Like she had an early flight. Tired as hell. She was already old, and that made her more tired looking. She, she looked the kind of lady that even though she has to fly early in the morning, she tried to make somebody lunch. <laughs> Who? Who are you talking about? This lady, lady. A random lady tired. right there just walking. Oh. She was uh, leaning up against a post. And then there was that Indian. Oh, yeah. Folk. We saw this dark, dark, dark East Indian guy with, with straight hair like me. But and then uh, he was passing by all conservative. I said, look at him, man. He swears he ain't black. <laughs> and I just laughed like crazy. And I just couldn't take it. But those are the two ones that I remember over the last, probably that's happened, what, two months ago, three months yeah. ago almost? And that's like super funny. I mean, there hasn't been anybody funnier looking than that in a while. Yeah, dog, that shit was hilarious, dog. Oh, man, when we were flying to Lisa, <laughs> it was turbulence. This old lady was holding Rodrigo's leg. Oh, dude, yeah. and I grabbed my arm and stuff. I was like, he's all, oh, no, I'm sorry. Some lady that looked like Paula Dean. I just get really nervous and I'm not, I don't fly a lot. <laughs> and I was like, all right, just don't, you know. And everybody started farting. <laughs> I hate that. I hate that airplane fart that everybody has when there's turbulence. So rusty. I'm sitting there and then just all of a sudden poof in my face from all sides of me. I'm like, oh my God, what's 
but people cannot hold it. And I don't want to sound like <laughs> a weirdo. nervous stomach. Yeah, to sound like, you know, whatever. But if you know, I've noticed if you go in the restroom at airports, they always smell super oh, bad awful. because people are super nervous from flying and they're just, it's all, they're busting yeah. out, dude. Blowing out, dude. It's crazy, man. And on the, on the way back to the restroom, from the restroom, there's always people with a big old leg out, bro. I always step on them, bro. <laughs> You're such a mean traveler. You make me laugh though. <laughs> he goes off on people. You gotta be careful because if you get on ABC, well, that's why I these told you. They're gonna be like, I ran into this young man. They're gonna tell on you to well, ABC. <laughs> well, it's funny because it's like he told me to move it, lady. <laughs> even with like last comic standing, I always tell because one time a man fell and this fool helped him. It's just cool. Don't get me wrong, dude. He's doing a good deed. But if you're famous and stuff, or if they think you got money, and yeah. they get hurt when you're helping them, they're gonna pull my hip. Yeah, they're gonna yeah, sue your ass. I so know. it's like this. I mean, I know you want to be a nice guy and like you gotta help the man, dog. But it's like, yeah, fool. But it would have meant. I mean, if people get like that, you could, you know, no good deed goes unpunished. I'm not trying to school you or nothing, but it's just like it could happen. You know what I mean? And then, you know, you know how sneaky people are with their phones and shit now, dude. You never know. But who gives a fuck though? You know what I mean? Shit. Everybody's all nervous. They don't have to think to do that shit. But who knows? Dog? Who knows? You know? Who knows? I don't know. I don't know what you guys what? are talking about. I don't know either. <laughs> hey, you tired for what? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, but that was funny. But I traveling, man. Oh man, give it up for Sully. Have you guys ever seen that that episode of Seinfeld where the where um, Elaine and Putty are fighting on a plane, and they keep breaking up <laughs> and getting back together Vaguely. and fighting? Yeah. That was, and the guy sitting next to them was a guy they called um. Um, they called him vegetable lasagna. Vegetable lasagna. Well, that was me and my flight. Oh, on he the way like, to Boston. Yeah, this couple was fighting. Yeah. That guy oh, looked like a dick, though. He dude. was an asshole, bro. <laughs> <a> total <laughs> asshole. Big ass head and shit. I, I, really, I was thinking her side already. <laughs> and um, the sweet girl, dude. He and what a, he asked the the the, the flight attendant how, how long how long is the flight? She said five hours fifteen minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I looked over there and I seen you all like whatever because I didn't look over there. Hey, dude, the fucking treats are working or whatever. But um, I thought he had like heartburn or something, nah, dog. Bro. I'm like, what's wrong with this fool, dog? He didn't want to deal with her he, no more. He would complain. His complaint was about him spending so much money on something and her not being appreciative. <laughs> hey, dude, some people express <laughs> themselves differently. Who cares, man? Or tucking your lady, like, dog, before somebody like, else what, does. Like, he was at the point, man, like, I don't know, man. I, then um, she fell asleep. And she was like leaning on him, and he was—he was like he was trying to hold her, bro. He was like trying to push her off. <laughs> Damn, dog, he had it like they that, huh? Through. My shoulder was growing. <laughs> <laughs> well, who knows? She could be real mean. That chick, huh? you know, you never know, huh? Did you tell her some shit though? Stay strong. Stay strong. <laughs> <laughs> Instigated, dog. When I went to the restroom, I, I got up when she went to the restroom, right? And then that fool, um, I, I was tapping him, but I guess he was sleeping or pretending he was sleeping. But then I shoved that fool real hard so he could wake up. A little so nudge. He, he got up. And then he didn't move. But his lady still hasn't been back, right? I guess she was over there crying in the bathroom, I guess. With the pilot. Taking forever. And then um, he was mad that she got up again, right, to, to, to sit down. So when she was sitting down, I picked up her headphones and all that. But she could sit comfortable and not move nothing. That fool was just mad dogging me, bro. Bro, you could have done the same thing, Doc. <laughs> she was trying to hold his hand. He didn't want to. He was mad, dog. About oh, dude. She's all I getting scared I, from I turbulence. I think he spent on. too much money on a dishwasher or something. Damn. Are I'm, they I'm, married? I'm vegetable lasagna, bro. I don't know what's going on. Are they married? I don't know. 
didn't see no rings though, but you know, time to work overtime, dog. You know, fuck it. <laughs> he was mad, dude, about something. Yeah, dude, but he did have the face of a fucking prick, though. And then we met this other old man. Which one? The one that lives in Ventura. Oh, he was cool, dog. He's all laughing and shit, huh? Going along with the jokes. He took the pictures, dog. Yeah, him and his wife. He looked like Martin Brando and Superman. Yeah, dude. He's one of those old, like, big dudes, huh? Grab your ass and snap your neck, dude. Yeah, man. I live in my farm all day. His wife was beat up, huh? Oh, hell yeah. Like, he looked, one, he had a young voice. Like, he was happy about life. And she was just like, she didn't want to bake another cake in her life, huh? I know, man. She was tired, man. All like had the like little sway, tired hips. She, a lot of people who are her age at the airport and who travel look like this trip is the longest they've they walked in a long time. Like getting off the airplane, you know, getting off the car and walking to the to the gate, and then walking to security, and then walking to your gate, and then getting on a plane. That's the most some of the people ever walked in a long time. Oh, you can tell they're exhausted when they get on that plane, dude. They're sitting down, hungry, some of them. Oh, dude, mad and scared. All types of shit going Asking on. Asking how much stuff costs. <laughs> dude, just give in. Dude, what are you going to do? $7 sandwich? What sucks, though, man, with when I'm, I'm going to the bathroom in a plane, and there's someone's coming on my aisle, and there's nowhere to go, and, and like they want me to keep going back. I'm not going to go back. I got yelled at one time I said, for that. I didn't go back. I just moved to the side. If somebody's sleeping... My butt is in your face without you knowing. <laughs> As I tell you, and the I've thing, done that ten times already. With those, all those people that are traveling, a lot of them don't travel a lot like we do. You know what I mean? So they don't know the whole etiquette of getting on the plane and being stuffed. You know, they try to go push through people like, and you can't do that shit. Everybody in single file line, dude. I know they're trying to get out of there fast. Huh? Oh yeah, it's not gonna happen, dude. It's not like you know, you're not on a you know on the school bus or whatever on RTA. Sometimes, bro, when they're not paying attention. I do it though. <laughs> I see. I know where my bag is. Poof. Somebody headed this for the ball, dog. The end zone over there. <laughs> Makes me laugh. And they're like looking at me like, like they want to say something, but you know they're they're waiting forever. <laughs> what are they gonna do, dude? There ain't no principal on that plane. I, I like Virgin Airlines, man, because you can order all your drinks from their seat. Oh, that was super cool, dog. And a lot of people didn't know how to even do that. Idiots. Though. Yeah, because they don't. They're you know, thirsty. <laughs> One thing I'll say about Virgin, though, they're pretty smooth pilots, dude. Oh, yeah, man. Smooth, I didn't know dude. when that plane left or landed. I don't know where they get them from, but those have been some of the smoothest flights. Expensive flight, probably, too. Yeah, man. They're a little bit more expensive. Well, it depends on where you're going. And I read something on uh, Arlington, Cause Virginia. Because San Francisco is a hub of, of, uh, of Virgin, and I think one of the East Coast spots, maybe JFK is a hub. For them, yeah, I don't know, but uh, I think San Francisco is one of their their biggest spots. When am I at Humphreys by the Bay? October twenty first. October twenty first. Did you already say Arlington, San Diego? Did you no. Arlington, uh, Virginia, Arlington Draft House, October fourteenth and fifteenth, and then um, San Diego, October twenty first, Humphreys by the Bay, and then Salt Lake City, Wise Guys. Yeah, October twenty seventh through twenty ninth. Also, October 13th, watch me on Superstore on NBC. Oh, yeah, October 13th. And also on Adult Sweet. Swim, Eric Andre show. Yeah, you can go to adultswim.com and watch the past episodes. He was on the Amber Rose, Raymond Cruz episode just recently. And then you were on the other one with Jillian Michaels. Jillian Michaels. Yeah. And Jason Williams. Jason Williams. I shoot him in the nuts. 
That was cool. That was a cool one. And uh, how'd you like Boston, fool? In Providence and all that. Boston was badass. That was cool, huh? I love the I love that we're staying in a boat. You like you like that way better than, yeah, dude. It was cool. It how was, big was that loft? Was was were you able to like stand up in the loft? No. Oh no no no! It's, no it like was made for a little guy. Yeah, it was made for a little dude. It? it had two beds in it though, right? Yeah. Two people could like for kids maybe. It felt like oh, it would be perfect. It felt like sleeping on a bus. Oh. Did, totally. the, did the couch exactly fall out? Or yeah, but I didn't use it. Oh, okay. I just like right there. AC was on point. I don't know how it was going to be because in the pictures, the, the top looked like maybe that you could kneel. Two people could kneel, but I don't know. Two small people. The line about <laughs> six. The line about seven people sleeping there though. They said seven. Really? Or six. Well, probably two. Probably two in your bed. Two in the couch bed. Two upstairs. Okay. Kids. Maybe one. Yeah. yeah. No, that makes sense. Or, but five, or one. Really petite humans. With some good ass vegan food at Veggie Galaxy. Dude, those eggs Benedict were off the chain. In Cambridge, right? Cambridge, exactly. yes. But they're by MIT. Yeah, when when I used to work, I used to work at this dot com back in two thousand, and uh, man, they all the people who built this dot com it was well, it was called Zephyr, but they don't exist anymore. They were bought out by Siemens Corporation. That was one of their clients. Damn. But um, they bought them out. But anyway, they were two guys from um, Harvard. And then all the people who worked there either were from uh, MIT or Harvard. And they were just so fucking smart. I felt like I didn't know anything. I like Trump felt like I felt like a <laughs> peon. Because <laughs> they all, they went to Brown. They went to like all these great schools. And I'm busting my ass going to CUNY, you know, in New York. I was getting my MBA at the time. But I felt really inferior to all of them. They were all very smart. Brainy. I learned man. a lot from them, though, about business. But, wow, they were so smart. I felt, I felt really stupid. John Brown University is in Providence. I don't know what John Brown is. Is that Brown? Yes. There was a little college town where we're at, though, right? Yes. Right there where the coffee shop was all, all that stuff. We ran into Nico from El Paso. That was a trip, dog. That was a trip. Out of all the people. And you know what's funny? When we hung out with him in Orlando that one time, the last time in El Paso, he said that he had a girlfriend in Orlando. Like, Stop lying, dog. I don't believe him. <laughs> Hell no, dog. Who travels that distance for a girlfriend? He says he sees her three times a year. Oh, my God. That's not your girlfriend. <laughs> three, no times, comedy, isn't three times a year? I, you know, maybe like four. No but he counts way. Like, yeah, that's what he said. And uh, we didn't believe him the last time. So we're walking up the For street. For how long? He, there have been high school sweethearts. He's in med school. Fin- wrapping Somebody's up. gay. <laughs> <laughs> one, of, one of them's got to be gay, Sorry, dog. Right? They found you out, Nico. <laughs> <laughs> one of them's got to be gay, right? Like, I don't know. Who knows, Why man? would you keep up a relationship like that? I don't know, man. Some people need that little distance, huh? They can't get too crazy with That's each other crazy. living in the same house. Wow. The same roof. He don't want to get Obamacare. You're right. Brown <laughs> University is... The one that was in Providence. Yeah, John I know. Brown. It, they didn't say anything about John Brown. Well, the guy named John Brown. <laughs> okay, I didn't know who founded it. He's a uh, he was John Brown and his family. They were one of the first. Um, See how smart you are. Slave traders. <laughs> sound like you read a plaque. Oh, you sound like you read a plaque. Makes or something. sense. Yeah, and <laughs> not most slave trader, but one of the first um, people that were licensed to go on ships and go grab stuff and bring it back. Interesting. What, what they called um, profiteers. Maybe. Yeah. Merchants. Merchants. Like they were merchants. 
another person that we saw, but that was in Boston, was an old comedy uh, friend, right? Yes, Dan Smith. Out of a, we're in a Chinatown. You ever met him, Lisa? No. No. Cool dude. Little and dude. Maz Jobrani. Yeah, man. I saw your Snapchat with Maz. We're in the same cool. suit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> What's his audience demographics, do you think? I have no are idea. They, are they Middle Eastern? Are they Middle a Eastern? wide mix of... Uh, yeah, like Indians, Persians. I used to see him at the Laugh Factory all the time, but I didn't know. Pleasant, as a headliner, I didn't know who. You know, because he's been in a lot of in a lot of hip hop movies. You know, a lot of black culture movies. So I wondered if a lot of black people came out to see him because they loved him at the Laugh Factory. But buddy, buddy, I don't know if they actually go to see him just from the marketing. You know that he's going to be in town, but uh, I don't know if they're that interested. He in had him. a packed house because he looks different too when he's not in that character. You know. When he looks polished up, I don't think oh, you'd yeah. know he's the same guy on Friday. Oh, yeah. he, he looked like a <laughs> candidate for a Senate or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. The, the Thursday night, we, we would have had more people in um, East Providence at the comedy club, but um, the Patriots were playing, too. That night, huh? Thursday night football. Get off the field. Get off the field. That was funny, man, going to our boat. I should have worn this shirt last week, man. The Hawaiian shirt, I would have been Magnum P.I. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Higgins, eh? <laughs> That's Chris Dorian. Hey, bro. Yeah, man, that was cool, dog. Checking your emails, Lisa? What's going on? No, I, just, <laughs> I do have some family drama going on, so I'm reading stuff. Drama? But right now I'm reading Back about Brown University. Yeah. Last year, it cost students $48,000 on average to attend. A year? A year? A year. God damn. <laughs> it was a clean city. Yeah. And there's still enough money for Nico to go over there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, She's man. still not graduated. $48,000? So yeah. medical school must be more. Oh, yeah. How much is it? An arm on in top LA. of that. I don't know call it was that much. I wonder why they didn't go. Well, oh, it's is, even more? Is, Brown is a private university. Yeah. That's like a real Ivy League, you know. Part of the the old school ones. Yeah, it's the seventh oldest, I think. Actually, I know that because I just read it. Fast, <laughs> but I don't want to act like I knew that. Well, I read it when I was over there. You're so smart. You you retain those uh, those little tidbits of information. I don't. And we were in uh, Cambridge, but uh, we were at Galaxy Be- or Benji Galaxy. We were by MIT. Yeah, it's right yeah. there. Which is nowhere to park, by the way. Yeah. There was no parking anywhere. The Massachusetts you Institute know, of Technology. We had shout outs. Shout outs. But I forgot. Hold on. Because like, two weeks ago, you didn't say them. My bad, people. We're going to redo them this you week. You didn't say them. Let me see if I can hear this. There was Josh Adams. Meyer, we didn't do no shout outs. Huh? Well, or the no only date. one. Oh, I'm sorry. We didn't well, do. Well, Toby Higgs, we didn't do no dates. We were supposed to do one with to Chris and Araceli Canelo. Canelo. What's up, Canelo? Chris Shout and out. Araceli Canelo listening to the podcast and Araceli they came Canelo. to the Oxnard shows. Oh, hell yeah. Too. They're in Oxnard. So Shout out to you guys. It was supposed to be a couple weeks ago, but he didn't read my little notes I gave him. And we forgot it last week, too. With Toby, you guys just started talking. Yeah, man. Toby Slippers over here. Trying to get in on So podcast. how do you guys feel about this Melissa Villasenor thing? I don't know, man. It's kind of crazy, man. I'll check out the video, dude. Uh, it explains it all. <laughs> your Melissa impersonation is exactly like your Ralphie Mae impersonation. Yeah, <laughs> my daddy. Oh, man, I don't know. I mean, I'm hungry. I'm hungry. No, man. Well, no. I, I think... Martin's cool, man. 
Martin's cool. I don't know, but this is kind of messed up. I don't know. Melissa is so nice, and I can't believe this is all happening to her. I'm very sad about it. But I feel like uh, I, I just wonder it's what's wrong what with... Happened okay, so this woman, Ara... Now, I don't know if this is her real name. Ara Abogad. Ara Bolgado. No, it's okay. Ara Albondiga. <laughs> this one. I Ara Albondiga. No, it's Ara Ba. It's Ara. Roba Abogado. Ara Bolgado. It ends in Abogado, basically. Oh, she's a play on words? Yeah, but she's not an attorney, as far as I could tell. She's back in school at Yale. She's going to Yale. Anyway, she's this woman who is in her bio on Twitter. It says Yale she's. Yale costs more than $48,000 a year, right? <laughs> Probably. Don't <laughs> make me yell. She, um, in her bio she on Twitter, <laughs> in her bio on Twitter, she says she writes about social injustice, racial right? injustice or something like that. Racial Justine, injustice. Where was she during um, Jim Crow? I don't know. She's very young. But anyway, she's, uh, she, for some reason, now this is the question. Why did she pick Melissa? Or does she do this to everybody who gets a little fame or gets on a TV show? Or does she just do it to the Latinos who do get some sort of fame. She vets them. She checks them Maybe out. She does it, so they're for only Latinos who don't know Latinos. Maybe. Because she didn't we go after really Cristela. Yeah. Why did she choose to go through all these tweets six years ago? For First of all, she she goes to her page. Psychotic, by the way. She goes to her page, Melissa's page. She's a writer by for BuzzFeed, for The Nation, for The Grist. Okay. <laughs> Everything you don't read. Yeah. All these online publications. The so, Onion. <laughs> she writes for these things so she writes me usually about about uh racism and stuff and systemic racism which is fine fine topic systemic. to be passionate about passionate about but this woman has an article about how pokemon is racist um in that some of the stops are located in more gentrified places more more uh non in more white uh, and non-ethnic neighborhoods, and Basically therefore Pokemon she is racist. Needs to go to North Carolina <laughs> and start protesting for real instead of this online she's bullshit. She's fucking. So she decides, for some reason, what she's a Latina woman. Okay, she's a writer. She decides to go to Melissa's page. Melissa's page says Melissa's tweets are protected. Only uh, approved followers or whatever can have access to her tweets. So she goes, "That's weird. Has she never run across a private Twitter?" Uh, before the I don't know why she thought yeah she, I don't know why that she even noticed that so she requests her I guess and then she gets access finally to her tweets so <clears throat> I gotta sit down and go through six years of tweets now like why would you decide to do that let me get my pan dulce and cafecito because <laughs> I'm Mexican she noticed like two days later or something that there had been a big drop in the number of tweets how many times do you notice how many times somebody has tweeted? The number of tweets somebody Never. has had since they started Twitter. She needs a boyfriend. Have you ever looked at that number? No. Nobody sees that number. So she notices that they're 2,000 fewer than the few days before. And she's still private. Tweetmeister. First of all, if you're private, you have fans who see your page. Oh, yeah. She just couldn't see her page. She didn't understand that? So... Then they don't she teach that at Yale. So she starts writing about it. And then she goes back and does some more searching. And I guess she catches some that Melissa may not have gotten rid of. So some of them, one of them was like about a bossy black lady at work, how she looked like Steve Urkel, and ugly. she was ugly. I don't know if that's necessarily racist. She was saying this woman looked like Steve Urkel. I would think that's an ugly woman, right? So no, Carter. <laughs> no, like... You know, Steve Urkel was not supposed to be handsome. Maybe mean, kind so of. So it's mean, that. yeah, about her bossy 
uh, her boss or whatever uh, at work, or choice. this bossy lady at work who happens to be black, that's a bad joke, and it's probably a start of a joke or a piece of a yeah. joke. Not all comics put up polished material as their tweets. They don't do that. Like Save they're, tr- the stage. they're trying out things, seeing how many people respond to them. Then maybe they'll take it off and make it a joke or something right. like that later. But I don't understand that. Why would you ever go through somebody's all their tweets years ago to try and find something once they get that's all she's s- before they even get started on SNL? Trying to create a witch hunt, you know. That's it. Why? I think bottom line, she's just hating on her. That's it. And um, but why? And maybe but the same the Latino though? that we want other, but it doesn't maybe matter. Maybe that's what, it. It's maybe not the maybe Latino that you it. want, but that's the Latino that Lauren Michaels chose. Then shut the fuck up and let her move on. But I mean, people gotta hate. And but maybe it'll success, open more doors and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I don't. It was so strange just to have this woman go through so so much trouble. Yeah, totally. And especially when Melissa Villasenor is actually a really sweet person. Super and, sweet. And, and like she's like not that way. And it may be, too, that the point that um her act or what she says doesn't reflect in her act maybe, too. But Yeah, still. well, see, also back then, six years ago, she was just doing impressions and she wasn't necessarily filling it with material right, right, in between. Right, right, right. It was just a straight impression right. of the person. And or then the she started working on material and she was like, I'm going to do fewer impressions and do more material and right. stuff. And she actually had some good material. It was funny. Then she incorporated it all and... Her, we saw her grow over the years, yes. you know, as a comic. And I'm sure there were dumb jokes. So maybe she was thinking, oh, crap, i got to go through and make sure I didn't say anything offensive. And so she sees a few things that maybe are questionable. Maybe she doesn't think the Urkel one was questionable. I don't know. But that's the one they jump on. And then another one she said uh, said a joke about how her friend dude. dates black dudes and she one. wants to hook her up. But now she's scared or something I'm like scared. that. <laughs> but you know what? I've heard that Sarah Silverman. Richard, Sarah Silverman does um, jokes like that all the that time. Jo- that's we written in tweet was written in German. They had to translate that one. Yeah. Not me. <laughs> 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 but I think that jo- you know Sarah Silverman said stuff like that in the past. Oh, dude. Her show Jesus is Magic. I saw that in New York when she was doing it in New York, and she one of the jokes was like. Now, her sister does have a mixed kid, but she says my sister's kid is half black, and then she says. Oh, listen to me. I'm being so negative. She's He's actually half white. So she's being so negative, focusing on him being half black. Yeah. That's the joke, you know. But I was like, oh, my God, I'll never forget that joke because it sh- it kind of shocked me because I knew her sister had a, a mixed kid. And I thought that was a little a little too much, you know. But I don't know. I don't know why they're attacking Melissa. And That's I th- crazy. I think she's kind of an easy target too, just with that. I guess so. And now they're upset that she hasn't said anything. Like she That's owes the, best the thing world. She, she can do is not say anything. I she think she owes. The, she owes all these people. That it will go I, I, away. I know they act like that person's acting like. Um, She's running for office. Yeah, and she's not. Yeah, oh, she's, she's an entertainer. Hired. Yeah, that's it. You know that um, when Las Cafeteras, remember when they had a, that issue with a band member who left, and then there was this whole fight from feminists who said, "Hey, you know, maybe you're not the band we thought you were if you're not letting these women have their voice and all this stuff, and you forced her to leave." And they were all upset at at the band. And then the two women who remained, they were like. There's no problem here. I don't know what you're talking about. There, she's disgruntled or whatever, but we all have the ability to be part of this band and everything. So th- who knows what really happens in the band? Bands are tough. People are assholes in bands. They always are. <laughs> they just are. Um, and that's that's part of it. But she got um, she got a lot of people on her side. 
And then all these people were asking, we should have a forum to, ta to talk about this. Could you imagine if your fans wanted you to have a forum to talk about something like that they were upset about? There's nothing to talk about. That. Like some public forum, like they own you. Yeah. Like the, like it's a cooperative or something. Like this is a co-op. This needs to this be band. addressed. Like, no, it ain't. They go Why in front of the board of directors, the investors. We're a bad first. <laughs> if advertisers want to pull out, and you know you want to start a boycott, or you really put enough stink behind it to get advertisers to pull out, then that's when things will start to take a turn. But if you're not going to go that route, it, then you're just complaining. It's it's too much to see, and I know she's really taking it hard, and she doesn't know what to do. This is like her dream being crushed right before her eyes. Yeah, Damn. but I mean, dude, just like don't pay attention to it, move on. You know what I mean? And that chick is just trying to make a name for herself in the yeah, name of liberalism is. and all that. And, you, she, and she's, Latina she's stuff, really being yeah. a bitch. That's all she is, dude. And if I mean, if that's a picture of her on there, I mean, you know, looks like a linebacker. <laughs> it's it, was crazy. Like, she, it was like Melissa Villasenor, Selena, and the other girl's the killer. Oh, yeah, <laughs> dude. Yeah, it's so, it's so weird to see it happen. And you put her nowhere, huh? Yeah. yeah. But I, I'm, I think, dude, as long as she doesn't respond, you know, just I think it'll be over, you know, quick. I hope so. Hopefully she didn't have enough. Another pull, girl but. said, "That's that's your response blocking me." <laughs> but, uh, Lose my number, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Made another comedian cry. Wow, she said. Yeah, dude. I mean, come on. Yeah, she dude. gets a pleasure out of this for some reason. That's what it is. It's you're like she was rejected at some point for some. You know, maybe she got shunned at some show or something. She's got a vendetta. Uh, why else would you go through that trouble? It's just odd. If you didn't want to see that person fall. The bitch. And if you and the question is, why do you want to see that person fall? If they go through Rodrigo's uh, last email, they're all gonna be one hundreds. <laughs> <laughs> Keep shining, bro. Keep shining. That's what's up. <laughs> but did but did she go through the other two guys that just joined SNL? Did she go we through their tweets? There are yeah, they're already Nobody part knows. of the institution, and you know it's the regular, so it doesn't matter. I'm telling you. The Onion didn't write a article about them. Come on now. Dude. It's crazy. It's so crazy. Like, can you imagine moving to a whole new city, getting the dream job of the last, whatever, nine years you've tried to work for this? And then this really puts a damper on enjoying it. Oh, yeah. That is crazy. Just like Leslie. You know, Leslie was taken down uh, a lot by other black people, too, when she did her first SNL update, the weekend update, yeah. and she started talking about how she'd be the number one draft pick in Slave Times. And it was a really funny bit, but also painful because she was coming from a place that she had known as you know, a woman and trying to date and being you know, a big, tall woman. And not looking you know. like Gabriel Union or anything. Yeah, and, and she's, uh, how she'd be the number one draft pick because she's like s over six feet. And she's strong, and she's you know, oh, yeah. and she was telling the truth, but also being funny, and all these black people came down on her, and, and they came down on her for Ghostbusters too right. for taking that role, and she was just like, let me of, enjoy this. On top of black uh, people, black comedians that are oh, so called edgy and like you know, talk about whatever's on their mind, and that's what's really funny too. Yeah, yeah, it's too bad that was hard to watch too, and really hurtful, and it wasn't just black people saying that there were. There were some oh, yeah. evil comments from by everybody, but um, but she was upset too. She said, "I'm taken down by my own people." She said that in the first, after that first uh, joke came out, that first little sketch, before she was a primetime player, not ready for primetime player, not ready for primetime player. 
But then all that stuff, and when she got hacked, I think it all worked in her favor and made her super famous. So yeah, eventually, kind of a positive yeah. on top of that, you know. Yeah, end. I mean, she got to go do the Olympics because she yeah. was tweeting about it, and everybody noticed. I was kind of wishing that Les Dog will step in for Melissa. I got you, girl. What's up, bitch? Because I'll, you go, you girl, girl, you take care of your own little fame right now. <laughs> I'll let you know how I feel about it in a little while. <laughs> I was rooting for you. <laughs> oh man, yeah, man. That's crazy, though. Crazy, huh? How people jump on you, dude, but with success comes scrutiny, dog. They're just gonna—you can't make everybody happy, no matter what, dude. I know, man. For everybody that's successful or has some kind of fame, there's some family member ready to bust out some deep shit on. Oh, them. family members, <laughs> ex friends, because you don't kick it with them no more. It's like it's not your fault, dude. You're moving forward in a it's trajectory, like, dude. And sorry, I can't take you all along. I'm sorry, man. Some people just do that chepo level. <laughs> Dude, it's like, I don't know, man. There's certain things, qualities that people like or don't like, but it's like, you can't make everybody happy, dog. Who's there like that? Yeah, buy coffee once in a while. Something, <laughs> fool. Bring he, some paper. He could have avoided all this drama yeah, if he had just bought you a coffee. coffee. Fool, all right. <laughs> or drive. We'll get some water. Be like, you're not unreasonable or nothing, but it's like, some people, like, I don't know. I think it, with everything, there's give and take, or like, you know, people don't want to be the bitch or play that role, or like, you know what I mean? So, you know, everybody wants to be a man because we're in those times of we have to, you know, fight to live with our hands. But it's like, come on, dude. We're in the fucking plus 21st century. You just, like, be cool. And every now and then, you know, fucking when somebody takes care of you, it's not like they have a counter. You know what I mean? Yeah. Going like, oh, this guy bought me this and that and that and I'll get them equally back. It's like, nah, dude. It's like, who gives a fuck? But there are people that, you know, that crunch numbers in their pocket and, you know, they're not going to go any other way either way. It's kind of tragic in a way. Yeah, you know? man. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what the fuck I'm saying, but you know what I mean. I don't want to be all like fucking philosophical and shit, but you know, fucking people are just unreasonable, dude. But like the guy from San Diego in two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. I know, man. During the debate, man, they need a light, huh? Dude, two lights. I think they do have a light. They just run it yeah. every time. Is that like you have to? They all run it, huh? I think uh, you get like 30 seconds after the bell to wrap up, to, wrap up you know, to finish oh, what you were saying. I know he's not in the debate no more, but the annoying was um, with, um, let me get that cough out of there. Um, Cruz? Ted Cruz? Ted Cruz, man. Um, they would tell him two minutes, and he'll be like, I'm going to need more than that, but. <laughs> I know, they all. I want to punch him. I'm going to need more than that because the America needs to know what I'm going to say. <laughs> I Especially know, the guy that argued in front of the Supreme Court. Come on, motherfucker. I know. I hate this. watch the debates because it really it looks like if you've ever seen a court, seen a trial go on, the way that they kiss the judge's ass the whole time oh, it feels dude. like that, too. It's like, oh, I hate these people. I hate the, I always hate the attorneys on a case. I don't like the, uh, it's the first debate I pay attention to. I've seen other ones, but this one I felt like it was the same questions that we hear and we read about it on the social media. It is. Yeah. It's there was nothing new. It's like tomorrow morning, the same people are going to be arguing the same debates yeah. Just they like threw about last year. Yeah. Or, I mean, not last year, but the, the last birther, The birther last question. Campaign. I mean, yes, come on, really? bring that up again. The law enforcement things and all Emails. that. Emails. It's all the same. Build the wall. Oh, yeah, yeah. The same ass shit, dude. But it was, it was funny when, um, when um, Hillary was finally sitting down like she's a godfather. <laughs> when... He, she kept asking him about how come you didn't file a tax return, a tax return. You know that's money that could have been, could have went for this, could have went for that, could have went for this. Your taxes pay for this. And then later on, a minute later, he's talking, talking about there's no money for this, there's no money for that, there's no money for this. 
but there's no money for that because you didn't pay those taxes to pay to get the money for that. Yeah. Oh hell yeah, dude! Yeah. And every day, every year, you're trying to pay less taxes to get money for those things that you're fighting so hard for. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're not gonna pay those taxes, where else are we gonna get the money to fight for the stuff that we need? Of course. Well, totally, dude. Everybody has to pay taxes, man. They do, but uh, you know, we own a business, yeah. so we also try to pay fewer taxes than we Santa are supposed to <laughs> by you know charitable donations and expenses and all that stuff throughout the year and i'm pretty sure we don't follow that one year that we'll after this, huh? oh yeah well they start auditing and everything it's be, i can't imagine the people who don't pay taxes it's a lot of money at one time or it's two times throughout the year Wesley's nice. But you have to save for it. You have to put it aside and know that I need to write a Owing check. Owing $8 million is a lot of money when you're not bringing in um, $8 million a year, huh? Fool. you got to bring in twice that. It's a shitload, dog. To pay $8 million taxes. Because once you make over, what is it, half a million or a million? Don't they tax you 40% or yeah, something like that? Yeah, it's like a really high rate. Damn, dog. Some people want, after $500 million, I think, then uh, that that uh, estate tax that Hillary wanted to tax at 65%, I think. Yeah. But again, how many people make over five hundred million? You know, not too many. Not too many. Bill Gates, but <laughs> and his homies. Yeah, so she wants to get more of a, a share of that. But it's not of rich people. It's of it's the super rich. It's the super wealthy who would be taxed. Man, if I was making five hundred million dollars, I, I don't know. I want to pay more than half of taxes every year. Of course. Well, well, nobody yeah, of wants course to pay not. it, dude. You got to put yourself in their shoes right now. Well, yeah, then you got to go see what your tax incentives what you can do to like, you know, lessen your tax burden, dude. Yeah, I mean, everybody but tries a billion to dollars pay as, le- as little as possible. But, but you're, you're, you're okay, though, with that much money, man. You're not yeah, going to start. Yeah, of course. But everybody tries to pay as little tax as possible, even the small guy, you know, even the guy who's making minimum wage. Well, he gets a tax refund every time. But, you know, we stop getting a tax refund. We pay every year. It's a lot of money, you know. And... Because and even with expenses and stuff that we pay out, it's still a lot. But it's less than what we would pay as individuals if we didn't have the business. You know, we'd pay a lot more taxes on that. But it, everybody tries. But if you're going to be yes, if you're going to be talking as an, as an advocate for something and saying, hey, we don't have enough money for this in the budget or whatever, then yeah, you shouldn't be trying to get your tax yeah, down to practice the zero. what you preach, dude. You know, or we that's what I was saying. Yeah, I mean, we're a small business, much smaller than him, and we're probably paying more in taxes. And also, too, paid. the tax breaks that that dude has gotten from the government and all that stuff. I mean, come on, dude. It is insane. And then already filing from bankruptcy a couple times. It's like he's just working the system, just like anybody that's a small person in a household working the system to their benefit. With what Although they don't they even need. know as as much as he does oh, exactly. of how to work oh, the system. They're just no. full of you know, precious information. Yeah, he's got all these advisors saying, hey, you could do this. Oh, totally. And we could turn it around in two years. Okay, I got two years. I gotta give him some advisors. <laughs> Just write it off. Write it like 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 Kramer said, <laughs> like write Kramer. it off. Who's writing it off? <laughs> write it off of what? I don't know. They're the ones writing it off. But dude, and it's, and the act like you know, like in you know, the people on welfare about or whatever, but look at all the corporate welfare That's and this the shit same. goes over them. Dude, yeah. same fucking shit. We're paying for it. You know, whether you know, whether you're a millionaire or not. I know a lot of people who um who make who are not rich or <clears throat> they always say, oh, my tax dollars are going for the welfare, but nah, man. That's only a little bit of money that's going over there. And, and the system that we the have... Small, compared five, to everything else. The system, the capitalist system we have, 5% is for welfare anyways. Yeah. It's always that little... There's 
it's already built in the whole. But they grand forget, scheme. bro. Of course, fool, because it makes you feel better that you're fucking paying for somebody to be poor and lazy, which most of it's not. But also, they forget that your taxes always go for, go for the military too. Like that fuck lights on the street, free school, free. There you go. You're on welfare if you went to public school. If you even if you don't want to think about it that way, it is. I went to Monsanto, which is awesome. <laughs> Private school over here. Yeah, man. What else is cracking, Felipe? Wearing my shorts, bro. <laughs> <laughs> You're all lounging, huh, fool? You're all dressed Waikiki style right now. I'm ready, huh, bro. I'm taking over the Hawaiian shirts. Oh, yeah. Is, are you guys getting ready for or something for a little no. trip? No. no. I just signed for $10 and I got it. Oh, fool. That's cool, fool. I also got that um, that bobblehead dog with, uh, with um, Pee Wee Reese pushing Roy Cabanella. On oh, the wheelchair. wheelchair. Oh, really? How much you pay for it? $10. $10. Oh, that's a good price, dude. Don't anybody so wants to sell for 20 I always make them down to 15 dog. He has, he, 10 he bucks said, is perfect. He said 10, and I was going to go for five, but no. No, it's I worth may 10. have that one, dude. It's worth more than 10, but no, 10, it is. 10 is that, that's, a, that's a $50 bobblehead. Yeah. Any bobblehead's 50 bucks. That's yeah. all I got to say. That's an old bobblehead right there because I didn't know they were giving away the, the that one. That's from, oh, that's from like 11 or 12. Yeah, that's Roy Campanella in the wheelchair, and Pee Wee Reese is pushing them. And you met him, too. You met Roy Campanella, right? Yeah. He gave me a card. It's <laughs> cool, dog. And I met Tom Bradley, too. Did you say you uh, gave him your address and then he mailed you a eight by ten? Yeah, man, that's cool. <laughs> heard of Bruce Willis. Oh, I never heard tell us a Bruce Willis story, Adam uh, Myers. Uh, uh, when, <laughs> when I was working with the extra with my father in that movie, Color of Night, Bruce Lee was there. Not Bruce Lee. Ah, this Bruce one. Willis was there. Shut up, he was a bodyguard, boy. and he was one of the guys in the movie. And then I, I asked the body, I asked him for a picture. He goes down. What's your address? And I gave him my address, and then they mailed me a photo. <laughs> really. That's it was, cool, it was, dog. It was an autographed photo of him and Hudson something. Hudson Hawk. Hudson Hawk. That Hawk. was a horrible fucking movie, Oh, uh, bro. Dog. Color of Night was a shit, too. Color of Night was awful. And the, I, I was like, all right, whatever, dude. He's little characters of whatever, you know, they're all fighting crime and shit. But when he was on the um the stretcher uh, leaving the ambulance and he was going down the street and I don't know, there's some kind of turnpike where they had to throw, like, money. It was a toll. This fool throws a quarter, dog. And the quarter makes him the toll and the arm opens and he shoots through, dog. I was like, ah, oh, that shit was bullshit, dog. <laughs> My dad and I were extras, bro, all fucking night, bro. Fucking diehard over from here, right? 10 o'clock at night. No, Have you ever told us stories about you and your dad a, acting? My dad and I were acting, bro. We were an extras. We were over extras, You're like an extra duo. At the Grand Central that's Market that's for 150 cool. bucks for the whole night. Shut up. Bro. From fucking 8 o'clock all the way to, to 6 o'clock. Are in you the in the movie? Man, uh, walking by probably. You don't see yourself? You, don't, I, you haven't seen I yourself? I tried. How'd you guys get How'd you get some, note of being an extra like that back some, in the day? My, my lady knew her. My dad knew a lady. Well, your dad had done the court thing before, hadn't he? It was afterwards. Oh, he did that after. He was on like a fake people's court. Yeah. There was a woman. <laughs> Spanish TV. Yeah. There was a woman that was a third party. <coughs> she was the middle woman for an agency. And whenever they wanted, whenever they wanted like um, people to be background, she would ask people in the projects. So they all wanted to work. They were all men, women. Who were who home. Had, who were who home, home and they wanted to the make day. 150 bucks. My dad was ready, dog. Oh shit! One hundred and fifty. Just gotta stand there and, and with catering. Put a lawn chair and everything. <laughs> Ready, dog. A little umbrella. Our scene, him and I. Our scene was <laughs> our my scene, dad and I. Dog. We were ordering tacos from some guy. <laughs> oh, shut up! And then Bruce Willis was passing by behind us. And then my dad kept saying, "Ah, he goes, 'Cuando cuando pase vuelta, me va a voltar.' <laughs> <laughs> he said, "When the 
When Bruce Willis passed by, he's gonna turn around, bro, like tell him what's up. <laughs> and they told that for nothing. I said, man, I felt like telling him, I want to tell him, bro. I felt like Bobby Hill, man. He would just stick to the script, dad. <laughs> You're killing me right now. Hey, fool, when you met um Bill, uh, Bill, um, Bruce, Bruce Willis, how was he? Did he look all, were you starstruck? Was he superstar status? He was short. That's what bald. he was. But he looked cool, like in Die Hard? He was cool, man. And, oh, yeah, um, I always like Bruce Willis. My dad and I kept ordering tacos from the guy, oh, but my dad kept eating it, bro. <laughs> You're not supposed to eat it because they're from the seal. Yeah, go, just check out the person says, Well, yeah, but we were really ordering tacos, dog. He was eating them. <laughs> so they had a, a, was he paying for them or no, they were free? No, they were part of the movie. <laughs> that is hilarious, dude. That's funny, man. So my dad could go in like this. Telling me what to do and shit. <laughs> like there he's was, the expert actor. Then there's some other extra bro trying to make a trying to make a scene together. Like, hey, what if I pass you some drugs? <laughs> uh, shut up, Everybody, dude. Dog. Everybody trying to get camera time. Dude, you guys were well, part of that. You've been in the movie now before, dog. You know how they are. <laughs> Those actors, man. And, oh my god, the worst. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> the dude. Worst. The smaller the movie, the more the person <laughs> wants lines. The bigger the dream, you know. Oh, man. That's fun. Bruce Willis, dog. Man, you know a good Bruce Willis movie is Looper. Have you Looper? Seen it? No. With, uh, yeah, with, um, Demi Moore. No, time it's, traveler. it's a time travel really? sort of movie. Looper? Looper. And it's, um, 80s? what's his face? 90s. What's his name? Joseph Gordon Levitt. Joseph Le- Gordon Levitt. Uh, he, he plays a young he Bruce Willis. Looks, like looks just really? fucking like him. And, Loopers. Yeah. Looper. Looper. Yeah. yeah. And it's a real trippy kind of sci fi, but futuristic, but, and time travel, it's so confusing. I had to watch it three times, but I love it. It's good. I love it every time. Right on, man. And Bruce Willis. I never heard a Bruce Willis story, dog. So we were, <laughs> we were extras, bro, all night. And then um, all night, fool. It's boring, isn't it? Boring. So boring. You see why people no, do drugs. Before iPads, before, <laughs> before fun. No crossword yeah, no, puzzle. Nothing to do. Nothing to do, man. James, my dad dog. just kept making friends with everybody, drinking coffee, bro. He was eating everything, dog. <laughs> Fuck, dog. Putting stuff in his pockets. You have a ball, dude. He was, t- he was loving it, bro. Dude, that's cool, dog. He's an extra in a movie thing. It was all bad. Dude, a buck <laughs> fifty, you can't go wrong. Not even having to work for reals? Shit. All you have to do is just stay awake, bro. And even free tacos. Dude, that is fucking funny, dude. In and L.A., right there, Grand Central Station. And Bruce Willis said, after the shoot, we're all going to eat head tacos. He picked, and then Bruce Willis picked up this big old cow head that belonged to the butcher. Because they used to sell uh, tacos de cabeza right there. Cow t- head tacos, bro. Cow head. A whole cow head. Yeah, because they, they steam it, right? Yeah, they steam it, and they scrape the meat it off It gets all cheeks. soft. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Bomb. Oh, no. On that meat, they don't even chop it up. They just they just no, pull it off. The, the, they pull, pull it off it and off. then they chop they it up. Chop and then, it up. Yeah, but it's, it's all, like it's all gooey and black. Yeah, dude. It's kind of like the bones. The that meat that's inside so the bone. So gross. The meat that's inside the bone, right? Yeah. It, even though it's the gross, marrow. Or marrow, yeah. No, it it's very delicious, dude. I mean, yeah. they charge you extra because then there's not much meat on the, the, to- the cow head. And the extra that's so expensive too is lengua, dog. Yeah. I remember it used to be way more money than it is now. What is buche? Because in French, stomach. French stomach. buche is like the stomach lining. cheek. Yeah, it's a. Or, his, oh, okay. No, che, uh, what, cachetes? No, I was thinking or buche, trompa. but. Buche is the actual stomach. Because if you, when they cut it, you can see the lines of it, of the yeah. stomach lining. It has that weird little rubbery texture. Yeah, and it's cut up. It's pretty good with green sauce. And if it's made right, <laughs> it's super soft. But if it's made like by a dude that doesn't have it, it gets chewy. And that's oh, like, man. And that kind of it's stuff. It's weird how it, it has, a, it's like, it's weird that you're, when they eat it, it, you don't expect it to taste like anything else. Like, 
but it's really good. It has its own distinct taste, and I think the little fatty stuff around it makes it even like you know tastier. And like you it's, love it's all fat. white, but the yeah. in, love in the inside there's like this weird meat that's very chewy and it's delicious. Ugh. That's the thing that's in between the lining that gives it that little taste. I think it's super kind of like bomb. the inner lining of um of uh, menudo, but not really. Yeah, not that that weird yeah, thickness. Gr- that, you know that spongy. That, yeah, exactly. That texture, like almost like a tongue texture. Yeah, not like that. When um when people buy the cheeks, it's really cacachetes. Um, trompa, right? Trompa. Yeah. Trompas. Mm-hmm. But trompa. no, but I've I've heard people that are lying when they have the whole head. No, no, they mil cachete. Because I guess cachete. it's a, the soft that little part that you have right here. And also there's another one called sesos. It's just brains. Oh, that's a straight brain, dude. Yeah. Well, you said you uh, eat that, you I'm get smarter. I'm trying to remember if I, if I ever had that and, so and it tastes gross. the same, huh? It, dude, if you really taste it, it's really soft and like not gooey, but kind of like gross consistency. I don't really like it, but I've eaten them before just to eat them. Cause fuck it, I already eat twenty. Let me eat twenty-two. You know what I mean? See what this tastes like. But remember that um, some trucks back in the day they had they had a cabeza, taco yeah. de cabeza. Yeah, dude. Well, that's how I think they probably don't do it anymore, just because now you have. That's like called sesos, right? Yeah, cabe- uh, sesos is brain. Damn, you ever had the Lisa? Never. It's super sauce. Our listeners sauce. are going, man, you're making me hungry. Yeah, and even and you can even go for a little bit further, a little bit more with sangre, straight, you eat the blood. Yeah, I've heard of that. And you know, I had a boyfriend thing. in high school, his mom made blood sausage. Well, and then you have those nasty. type. And those sausages are actually kind of gross. Even not that. Um, she uh, would pour blood into it and then like, oh. Not like that uh, blood's all that good, but it's like, you know, rich in iron and all that stuff, you know. What yeah. do you know about that, that kind of stuff? beets. That kind of <laughs> exactly. stuff. That, that type of meat, buche, cheeks, carne, uh, um, brain, sesos, lengua. I can never eat in a burrito. It's too much. No, 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 no. That's, that's weird. You gotta that's be a, a fucking idiot. Straight taco. To do that. That's a straight taco thing. They gotta be taco. You, you can't mix rice and beans with fuck that, dude. No, man. Hell Maybe on no. the side, but not like Only directly if you're together. Super drunk, but no <laughs> way, man. And all those little extra things too are just because they didn't want to waste a whole animal. You know what I mean? They yeah. wanted to u- utilize everything except for the bone. You know. I remember when I, when I went to Mando one time. He took me around daily, Lisa, and we were eating chitlins, or tripas. Oh, yeah. That's a whole different thing, man. Those gonna be clean. I had, well, I had a, I had black friends who I would go to their Thanksgivings, and they would have uh chitlins i never tried them but uh i was there early in the day when the whole house stunk and the whole house stunk but believe me the the (laughs) that smell matches the taste yeah no 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 and the thing is really is shit no well they they have your intestine they have you know shit went through there and all that stuff to turn into food yeah and then like you have to do it with a hose and on top of that the reason that they get super fried is to get rid of that little taste because if you don't like do them right they'll get chewy and you can't even like break through them and that's kind of like the the um when i went with mando cosia right there on daily that guy had he was cooking in a little um he had like a it was like the the rim of a tire. Uh-huh. Little caso. Little caso. And they had a little pan in there, like one of those Jamaican drums. Uh-huh. And it was all oil, and that thing was sizzling. And whenever they were done, he just put put them on top to stay warm. Yeah, and, the, and that's the best way, because I don't necessarily like three pots, but when you should get them all crispy, you get over all that stuff, and they break away that much faster. Can't eat them the next day, man. No, and they, they'll always leave that little, that little like, a, a film inside your palate. And you gross. taste that stuff. Yeah, you gotta be an idiot. Oh, you can't eat gross. stuff like that as a burrito, man. No. And oh. Or torta. And you have to drink two big cokes to get rid of that taste. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, the taste. Yeah, <laughs> it stays in it, there. And you feel like a like a, like a like oh, a layer of no. fat yeah. on, on the roof of your mouth. It constantly reminds you of what you ate. Yes. And birria, if it's not done right, can give it you that too. Yeah, because it's gold. 
But if you end up, if you grow up eating that from a little kid, it's not that gross to you. But I mean, you know, someone like, you know, you'd be like, oh my God. Or even people that are Mexican that never grew up, your dad giving you a little piece of it when you're, you know, next to somebody that's making it or whatever, you're at a party, it'll gross you out. Yeah, because my sister's all grossed out chew, by that. Um, when you chew birria and that other one, the Middle Eastern gyro, it's like. The gyro. The, the gyro. Yeah. Uh, inside your mouth, like you chew it, you can hear the snap. Yeah, and you can burp it, and you'll still taste it. Oh, that bro, that's so the worst. Gross. Yeah, I made Stephen Fly almost throw up, bro. When I did the, I, I performed Duh. at the at that um that the Greek Playhouse mm-hmm. in San Diego, Greek the comedy palace. club, the Greek Palace, the comedy, the palace. Greek, the comedy palace. Shout out to my my Greek homies over there in San Diego, the Greek Palace. That place, man. I never had gyros, gyros, bro. And that guy said, my friend, get whatever you want. Me and Gabriel brought $150 for one night you know, and eat all the gyros. Oh, dude. All the kebabs. Pool. I ate so much gyros, I burped all the way home. And it was fucking it was gross. I ate three the first time I ever ate gyros because they were so good, dude. I love that sauce, the little onions, yeah, that's the tomatoes. Yeah, that tzatziki sauce. I ate so much gyro, bro, dude. I didn't even know they had baklava. Oh, my God, dude. But they're really delicious if you're into it, dude. Shit. Baklava is like cannoli. It makes my teeth hurt. They're so sweet. Before they even touch my teeth. Bomb. Too. How about rabbits? You have any rabbits? I've never, never eaten a rabbit. rabbit. Not Me into either. it either. I've only eaten chicken, fish. I ate bacon a couple times. I ate a ham sandwich once, and I had pork rinds once because I, I didn't know what they were, but my friend gave them to me, and that's when I got a whooping. Damn. I got a whipping for eating pork rinds. Oh, eat you got a whipping for eating cork, pork, pork rinds or at, at night at your but house. But I didn't know that they they were uh, meat. But my mom spanked me because it was pork. Damn. But I didn't know. I just thought it was chips. They were real salty. It was gross, though, when I found out what it was. I was like, what? <laughs> but, yeah, I just, I've never eaten anything else other than that stuff. Nothing. No, uh, I never ate lamb. never ate goat. Never ate I like lamb. Lamb is what? Lamb like is goat lamb. Family. Lamb. Yeah. The sheep. It kind of, it tastes like birria, dude. It's a nah. little bit, a little bit different, it's but it's good. More, yeah, it's younger, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Um, hey, I gotta hit the streets. Only reason because I gotta go do that show. What's That's up, all right. fool? Oh, sorry. All right. it's, uh, no, it's all good. It's been an hour right. twenty, it's so it's good. Oh hell yeah! Thank you, you guys very much. Outs? Um, dude, Julian Torres, dude, thank you very much for uh, representing over there at the LA Podcast Festival with your Felipe shirt. That was tight. So yeah, keep cool. shining. Hops Chaser on Snapchat, Chinguin. I am Victor on Snapchat. Who else? Goonster. I'll collect all the shout yeah, outs for next. 51, 150. Shout out to Citric and the, oh, yeah. the, the one only Marisol hooked up on a podcast. Oh, yeah, man. Our first cool. podcast hooked up. I don't couple. know that they hooked up on our podcast. Not Do you think so? But no. maybe. Or, I mean, who nah. knows? Who maybe knows? they who had knows? that in common, but yeah. I think. They uh, made cross paths or something? Yeah, they crossed paths through some other friend. And they think. came out to the Oxnard show. That was cool. He brought the whole clique out. Little looter shirts. Thank yeah, you very much. I wasn't feeling very, very well, so I didn't. I would. I didn't oh, yeah, go to the we'll show. Yeah, and, and they said that they wanted to say what's up to you because, oh, we thought Lisa was going to be there. I'm sorry. She asked me to tell Tell me to tell you. We had a second miscarriage that weekend. So. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. Man. I'm real. Sorry. That's all right. It wasn't a baby this time. Well, it was. I was pregnant, <sighs> but there was uh, no fetus. It was a amniotic amniotic sac and uh, placenta. Amniotic sac placenta. But that was 11 weeks worth. I really thought I was pregnant, and I had a pregnancy test. I had three positive pregnancy tests and everything. I had all the symptoms. But anyway, I'm not as sad because there's no baby in there. Are you guys going to keep on trying? Yeah, I think cool, so. Cool, fuck yeah. But I told you I had an aunt that had a baby at 55, right? I know, that's crazy. So, and then she went to Mexico with the young daughter that I was 15. I have a baby at 55. Oh, yeah, I'm just saying. But <laughs> she went to Mexico and everybody in Mexico, and this is like a, my dad's cousin, so not really 
to the close to the family. But when she went to Mexico and they had a 15 year old daughter, they thought that she was covering up for the 15 year old daughter that had a baby. She said, oh. No, I had the baby. <laughs> no, you didn't. It's not the girl's baby. Look at her stomach, pull her stomach up. She had no, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's kind of, you know, dramatic and all. But, anyways, wow. all thank right. you very much. You guys be cool. Peace. All right, all right man. What's up, fool? FelipeWorld.com. Don't forget to shop on the Felipe page. Find out the colors of you. I see them too. And boy, I like them. I like them. I like them. We way too fly to partake in all this hate. We out here vibing. We vibing. We vibing. Alexa, play Ariana Grande. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today.